There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Gaze Pathfinder podcast on a planet where you ask the hard questions like, how many actions does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Okay, well, okay, that's that's based in real life because actions in turns, you have to, it's like six seconds, isn't it? Yeah, like what, like a tree action is about six seconds. It takes you like at least like a couple fucking minutes to chew through that shit. Uh... Okay. I mean, unless you, like, bite right through it with your disgustingly hardened canines. Yeah, like, we always have three actions, right? You could speed yeah, run like, it by doing that. Okay, yeah, but, like, like, you always take three actions, yes. Okay, so do you guys remember the commercial with yes. the owl? Oh, you're right! <laughs> One oh lick, two licks, God. and then he bites it straight off. That's three. <laughs> Three actions, baby! One, <laughs> the multiple attack It takes a turn. It takes one turn to break through the Tootsie Roll. We did it, everyone! We solved Real it. Real answer doesn't take that long. You could, just, you could actually just bite through it after a few, after like a few licks. Yeah, literally. Um, we don't have Tootsie Rolls in Ireland. I don't you know don't? what the fuck a Tootsie Roll is. I don't you know. I'm just Roll? playing along. What is it? Wait, Derry, you're saying Tootsie Roll. You mean Tootsie Pop. Is that... The Tootsie yeah. Pop is the actual like lollipop, yeah. Yeah, oh, like, Tootsie Roll is just different? like a fucking. It's what it's it's, 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 a, it's the middle, just like in a pop. condensed log. It's, it, oh, it's like a it's a lollipop. Yeah, yeah it's what a the lolli- fuck is going on lollipop. inside of that shit? It's a, the yeah, it's worst the, thing in the fucking world is what's inside of that shit. It's a chocolate shoe. It's the Tootsie Roll inside of the like the lollipop Wait. like hard candy casing thing. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? The yeah. I don't want to take it. What? Yeah. Why is that yeah, so weird? Sucks. That's normal. No, it's fucking it's, not. Yes, we fucking actually the worst. here instead of, it's the worst. Instead of it's, traps and lies. It is not the Don't worst. Worry. It's the worst candy. No, like, it's I'm not. telling you right now, it's the worst candy. The only acceptable Tootsie Rolls are the fruit flavored you ones. You are lying. You're lying to the audience right now. The other okay, ones are fucking gonna, disgusting. You are lying. We're going to hop into We're going to hop into All right. Uh, okay. So... Uh, previously in uh, Extinction Curse, um, you guys made your way to the city of Eskadar, your former home and the present home of uh, your good pals, uh, Mistress Dusklight Celestial Menagerie. Love those scallywags. Um, them and their uh, animal abuse and caged people and exploitation of the poor. It's great. You love it. Um, 
you guys basically were told by a uh, handsome himbo British police officer. Um, so it's slow degradation from grace to bad there. Um, hmm. You were told that basically uh, you needed to get land to uh, do this, obviously, and uh, you'd have to talk to the constable uh, to get that land. You spent some time fucking around town. Uh, Volio uh, harassed Axel and Elion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Royari met a uh, street kid. And Ariato found out horrible things about her past. Yay! Um, Drama. Hooray! Um, after doing all of this, you headed uh, back to the uh, to the Conclave Square, the kind of government building of Escadar, and uh, you found out that a lawyer from the Celestial Menagerie was here saying, hey, these guys did all sorts of crazy fucked up shit. They harbored a murderer. They started a fight in a church. They punched a clown. And you're like, hey, we only did one of those things. <laughs> and it was um, warranted. <laughs> um, so after arguing uh, back and forth for a while, you eventually convinced uh, the constable that you were a safe uh, entertainment group to have in the city for a while. And you were given some land, which is not entirely uh, manicured, as it were. Um, rumors of bad things lurking around there are... F- pretty common. It's basically wild land in North of Eskadar. Mm-hmm. And if you guys uh, take it, you'll have to kind of clear it out. And also, that's great for Eskadar itself, because then they'll have more land. So that is where we are going to hop into character, if that's okay with everyone. Uh, yeah, sure, I approve. Yeah. Okay. So! It's night time. Um... Night time of your first day back in Eskadar. Um, you are a little bit away from the city. Not very far away, but away enough that where you are, it's more rural. Mm-hmm. Um, the skies above show this infinite swirl of the cosmos. And it's quiet. It's peaceful. Sure, the grass is very, very long, and sure, there's, like, tree stumps and shit around here, or even full-on trees, to be honest, but it's calm. Um, you guys are m- probably taking a break from setting up the circus. Uh, you ha- Tomorrow, you're going to probably have to start on the whole promotion deal. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as also, like, trying to figure out some other stuff, like Moonstone Temple, Ariato's Trauma... Um, what's up with Celestial Menagerie? That one's not really anything. It's just like, keep an eye on those guys because they're sure to fuck with us. Yeah. So, what are you three doing? We'll start with Royari. Royari, it is the evening. It's kind of cool out here. And if there's one thing that you do appreciate about Eskadar is that the rural hinterlands are very nice. Mm-hmm. What you up to? Rayari uh, is probably either just like l- chilling somewhere or talking to somebody. I I'm not like it's rare is just like chilling. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, you're taking it easy. Uh, I think mm-hmm. you're with uh, probably Elysia. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably leaning against Bardolph's wagon. 
Uh, you can hear Bardolf snoring from inside. And uh, she kind of like wipes her brow and says, <sighs> Kind of strange to be back, isn't it? Oh, a little bit. She takes her hat off and exhales and says, Being here kind of, I don't know, reminds me of Chunda, to be honest. Rary sighs and is like, Um, me too. She kind of slumps back a little bit and um, looks at the sky and says, It's hard to believe it's not even been a month. It feels both like it was yesterday and years ago. <sighs> she kind of straightens up and says, I don't mean to be a damper or anything, don't worry. I'll, I feel like I'm getting to back to my old self in no time at all. It just takes a little while, I guess. It's okay for it to affect you, you know. I know, but everyone else has moved on. It's just... I have not moved on. Thunder and I were just very close. He was like a father to me. So... Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the show must go on. He did make us promise. And honestly, if we can take Eskadar by storm, I think that'll do his memory pretty good. Oh, Oh, yes, it will. Um, I am sure that he is watching. Like, like as a ghost? Like as a, like from heaven. <sighs> uh, sorry, like from I heaven. You just know no, I'm not really uncomfortable around ghosts. You know, it's just no, no, not a ghost. Not a ghost. Oh, no, oh, no, no, about no, ghosts. oh. <laughs> no, no oh. ghosts. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) he's like I meant like like from like heaven and and shit you know yeah that's a nice talk he certainly deserves it that old bastard anyway (laughs) want some more hot chocolate oh yes of course Uh, and she puts uh, a kettle over the fire a little bit more Volio uh, yes what are you up to I think that Volio is passing time with a game. Okay, what game? Go fish. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> sometimes you just want to play card games. Sometimes you gotta. Um. Okay, so you are sat uh, in a little uh, a loop around some people. Um. You've got. Uh, I think. Radislav, uh, Ashmina Pale, and we'll say Odvi and Zondi Kambali. Uh, mm-hmm. Sumesh is nearby, but he's like watching because he is uh, literally nine years old and not kids barely like card games, but he's certainly yeah. enjoying watching everyone else play. He's kind of like looking over different people's shoulders and kind of mm-hmm. getting his kicks out that way. Um, I think. Uh, Pamita Pale, uh, the not particularly small halfling tiefling clown, uh, she has her cards up to you, and uh, she kind of looks at you and says, Seven of Swords? Go fish. <sighs> she draws a card and adds it to her hand. Uh, Volio, what, what do you do? Um, I'd like to roll Deception. 
Oh my fucking god. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's a 24. Cheating a go fish. Okay. Yes. Against these level one NPCs. Sure. What do you do? <laughs> I'm putting cards up my sleeves. You don't wear sleeves! You don't have sleeves. <laughs> no. Oh shit, you're right. No, those little gauntlets <laughs> I wear. Okay, I mean, you could, like, you can, like, you're a, you're a good magician. You can, like, hide, like, flick things between, behind your hand and ship. Yeah. Um, sure, you hide some of the cards. Uh, what, what are you doing? Rider Love, do you have a three of keys? <sighs> Go fish. He grabs one. I think the kids giggle a little bit. Um, and I think uh, Sumesh kind of like yawns and he's like, You don't think that the Celestial Menagerie is going to come looking for us, do you? I do not think they have the guts to. Um, Odvi opens her mouth and uh, Pamina kind of like shoots her look like, Shh. Odvi closes her mouth. And Zondi opens his mouth and says, I mean, they came for us in Aberton. And Pajmina just makes a face. This is correct. Uh. But I think that after last time, they might be a little embarrassed to see us again. And he, he snickers to himself. All jokes aside, of course, we do have to be aware of the fact that revenge is certainly a motivator. Oh, yes. Everyone just kind of looks at Radalava. <laughs> I am very aware of this. If they do show up again, we will just... deal with it. I am not afraid to punch that motherfucker. That... that's... uh... <laughs> he tries not to curse in front of kids! Yeah, yeah, you stumble, and <laughs> all two of the kids turn to look at you. Um, Odvi with, like, one eyebrow raised, and then, like, uh, Zondi and Sumesh with big, innocent eyes, 12 and 9, respectively, looking up, you're like... Huh? That, uh... No good bad clown. <laughs> that is what I meant. I am not scared to uh, show that no good, evil, uh, ugly clown... What I am made of. Zondi nods sagely and says, Yeah, that guy's a bag of cocks. What? what? Alright. He's a total me? motherfucker. What? No, 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 you cannot say that. <laughs> I can. I hear the others saying it all the time. That does not mean you should. And then Zamesh says, I heard you say it to Royari yesterday. That is fair. That is fair, little one. Uh, Motherfucker. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I think big and small and the kids all kind of laugh. And we're going to fade out now to uh, our last of the Wandering Tree. Ariato, it is dark out. The moon is in the sky. What you up to? Probably working on some art pieces. Probably working on a bit of bi uh, biography. Okay, uh, what's the plan this time? Um, uh, I think she's messing around with the mask. I think she's making it so it looks like it has, um, like, spell tattoos all over it. 
Ooh, is this um, the demon mask you got from Bellini? Yes. Very nice. Um, She's also painting it a little bit so that way it looks better. That's that's very nice. Um, I think you aren't entirely alone. Uh, you got two hubbies with you. Hubbies? Um, Scarlet mm. is uh, fast asleep beside you. Um, her bristling fur kind of like glinting in the moonlight. Uh, and then uh, also beside you, chatting very eagerly, is Cubby, the dog-faced dog. Oh, oh and he's God. like, so like, are you doing that with like fire magic or is it something, is this a spell that just looks like fire? Or what's, how are you doing this exactly? Oh, it's fire magic. Oh, uh, are you not, the mask is made of wood. You're not going to burn it, are you? No, um, what I normally do is I do use produce flame, but uh-huh. I want to make it like as microscopic on my finger as possible. Uh-huh. So that way, like when I make a design, it just burns in the design on there. Uh, and then it won't catch on fire. Kind of like using like a really, really small paintbrush. Yep. Huh. And he kind of clambers onto you, making a menace of himself to look at it better. He's like... <laughs> Man, I wish I had hands that I could make art with. Well, I mean... No one said that you could make any art with paws. It's diff- Like, I can I can do kind of like, you know, smudging. But that's about as much as I can do. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess it's a trade-off. I'm really small and cute, but I can't really make stuff. I think that you're thinking in the wrong sort of box. Huh? He kind of tilts his head and like one ear flops over. So what you should probably think of it as is I'm working with what I have, which is fire magic. Mm-hmm. You can still work with what you have. How do you mean? Like, a lot of this, and she gestures to the mask and, like, to the designs in her journal and everything. All of that takes practice. Like, I did not just, like, start doing this automatically and become decent at it. Like, it takes a lot of time. So, here. Uh, she takes, like, a... I think she takes like a quill and uh what's his name again? Cubby. Uh okay, that is a uh 16 plus Oh wow, it's 16 plus 5. That's a 21. Huh. Ariato, I think he does at least a semi-decent portrait of you. She looks at it and she says, "What kind of hidden art talent have you been hiding from me this entire time?" As she and she says that every time she puts emphasis on a word, she gets much closer <laughs> to his face. His tail is going fucking ballistic. He's like, <gasps> "I can draw! I can draw! I'm Cubby the artist dog." See, can- it takes like this is your first drawing, and oh my god, actually, you're really good. Um, mm. and it takes practice. Like you can get better at this. Um. Cubby is just 
fucking... I think he's licking your face. He's very happy. <laughs> She's just laughing. Um, <laughs> you guys all are having a decent evening. Um, when I do unfortunately have to break up the happiness for a second... Uh, because yeah, you when do... you said when you said that, I was like, "Where's the butt? Where's the butt? The there's butt. a butt. The, there's a butt coming." Uh, you do all hear something. Okay. Mm-hmm. You hear a wolf howl. Hmm. I... I think you. I'll treat you. Hear it um, from where you are, and Ariato from uh, your positioning. Um, you see Scarlet very quickly, like, gets to all fours and growl into the darkness. And Scarlet. She kind of, like, growls a little bit, staring at, like, a point. And I think with your dark vision, Ariato. Oh, yeah, she has that. True, like, does... Your vision is uh, tinted purple. Sick. But you do see a couple of wolves prowling the edge of the circus camp. They're not approaching, they're not going to attack. But they are staring directly at you. I think she stares back. And she puts Cubby behind her very slowly. There's a few moments of intense eye contact before the wolves disappear back into the darkness. Alright. Okay. She's not keeping her eyes off of that part of the woods. Like, she's not. Unless she hears something from either side of her, she's not gonna... Yeah, no. Um... Close encounter. For a second, mm. you forget that you were like you had in your uh, joy. Everyone here had kind of forgotten that you are literally in wild territory right now. Yeah. There are stories about discounting all over the place. People yeah. traveling through wolf and uh, wolf inhabited lands and forgetting that this is not their place. The amount of childhood like nursery rhymes and poems about discounting. Slowly return to you. What do you do, Ariato? I think she tells Cubby to come with her and Scarlet to the others. Drop him off over where other people are so that way they're safe. And then tell um, Volio and Rayari about the fact that they're on territory, they're, uh, they're facing some territorial animals. Uh, okay, uh, I think Cubby's like, yeah, let's go, 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 let's go. <laughs> oh, don't forget my picture, though. <laughs> don't worry, have it. Do you want me to put it in your bag? Uh-huh. Okay. Let's you, like, he kind of leans over and gets back back. Um, I think all three of you scamper off back into the circus camp. Uh, Volio and Royer, you did hear that, uh, and you'd see, like, you probably were starting to head out to investigate when you see Ariadne kind of, like, skipping back out, kind of rattled looking. Oh, yeah. Volio's got uh, hammer ready. 
everything okay? Is that a wolf we heard? Mm-hmm. Uh, several, actually. So, oh. oh! They made very intense eye contact with me and Scarlet. And then after a few moments, they just backed away. I think we're dealing with some territorial animals. Yes, that would make sense. We are in the wilds. They don't like us. They don't like that we're here. Great. Yes, that makes two of us. We should make sure that they aren't too close to us. Yes, that sounds like a good idea. I do not want anyone being bit. I can lead us over to where uh, me, Cubby, and Scarlet were. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's over this way. Leads away. Okay. Cut into my art time. <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, head back. Um, Ariato is kind of like towards the edge of uh, the wolf of the camp. Um, do you guys want to make a survival check? Yeah, sure. Sure. I'm good at sure. surviving. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm not. That was, uh, I think that was a KK is not good. Not really. Ten. <laughs> well, lads. We're not good at surviving. I was born and raised in a city. Twelve. Volio forgets his years of being raised by wolves. Uh, a 10 from Volio, a 5 from Oyari, and a 12 from Ariano. We're not good uh, at this. You guys kind of stand there in the brushes and you're like, what's going on? And then uh, Royari, you're like, oh, oh, I think I found them. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Ah, oh, fuck. I've ruined the tracks. And then Volio was like, one second, let me help. Stomp, stomp, stomp. stomp. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you all... There are no more tracks. The tracks are gone. You cannot find them. Oh, we have dunked up. Did you just censor yourself? Yes. Anyway. Hmm. It seems we are not very good at wolf checking. Well, that's fair. Should I call Scarlet for the hound nose? Maybe. Perhaps. She could be good at finding them. That is true. She does have a nose. She does. Uh, I would, would hope you, so. Would you like to uh, call Scarlet over and see um, if she can help? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Um, so you can come back with Scarlet. Um, she's already kind of sniffing. Um, for this to work, you're going to need to make a command an animal check. Okay. So uh, command an animal... Um, It'll work similar to how with an animal companion, but you do need to make a nature check against them. Okay. So, make me a nature check. Thirteen. Okay. So, thirteen uh, would be a fail, but because uh, the, uh, Scarlet is helpful to you already, this will be increased by one step. So, this means that uh, this that Scarlet is going to be helpful she's gonna this is a success um because she does want to help you she's not like actively being like no 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 mm-hmm. um thank goodness <laughs> so what do you say to scarlet uh so um we accidentally 
stepped on the tracks, do you think he could sniff out the wolves that we saw? Um, she kind of like wags her tail a little bit as you lead her towards the brush. And as she kind of goes there, she starts like sniffing and sniffing. And uh, suddenly she appears to catch a scent and she starts moving through the underbrush into the surrounding areas. Oh, she's moving. Let's go. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, okay. on the track. So wh- what is your plan just before... Um... Yeah, what is the plan? <laughs> yeah, what is your plan? I don't... <laughs> we find the wolves and we get them away. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with driving them off. I don't want to kill them. <laughs> We could probably... Yeah, I think that makes sense. Me playing as Casca has permanently put it put, the, put it in my mind that if an animal isn't isn't killing us, we should not kill it. You know? I mean, hard agree. It's not a monster, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, you are, like, stepping away from uh, the uh, camp now, and you make your way into the more dangerous hinterlands around the camp. Um, and it's at this point that, Royar, you remember how deathly afraid you are of the dark. Oh, Royar uh, pulls out their fucking torch! Um, Royar, your torch, you pull out a torch, uh, it is unfortunately... It's, it's a, it's a torch, you know, like, it doesn't shed a lot of light. You know what, it's better than the dark. Um... It is better than the dark. Um, Ariadne and Volya, you two can see perfectly as Scarlet is pulling you true. I can see more than perfectly, Derry, and so can Royari, because you know what? I'm using it. You're using your tang? Julio opens his eyes, and it's like there's two fucking lighthouses inside of his head. What the fuck? Where did this come from? Julio, how did you know how to do that? Hmm? When did this start? Oh, uh, <laughs> was, I, like I will point out, it's straight up like he's got beacons, like floodlights erupt. It's like he's a car. He's just got like straight up headlamps blasting out of his face where his eyes are. Volio turned on his high beams. <laughs> Literally, oh that is what God. happened. Volio turned on his high beams and he's like, you cannot do this. Uh, I, you are fully aware that I am a human oh, being. That is so no, unfortunate. No, me. You don't have your own lighting system. How weird. Anyway. I you. Um, I this is a flavoring of Halo, also, I by the way. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> I love it. That is so cool. Uh, so, Volio, your, your headlamps light the way for everyone. <laughs> um... <laughs> I didn't think I'd need it so soon. Well, we're in the dark. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Scarlet is kind of leading you guys uh, through this area. Uh, as you kind of, like, make your way through the dark, you find a clearing. The dirt road from Eskadar ends abruptly at the bramble-choked mouth of a forested valley. Granite hills rise to the east and south, providing a sheltered area where the trees have grown thick and wild. Two rough trails lead into the forest, one blocked by an enormous fallen oak, rotted and sprouting with mushrooms. Um, but that's not where she's leading you. Um, she is kind of leading you uh, into the other path, 
which seems to just kind of lead into the forest somewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, you guys follow her? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, she makes some movement. Um, she, uh, there is like, there's like uh, a breach in the path here. It goes, uh, three different ways as she leads you into the woods. Um, she is pressing on straight forward. But there is also like a path that leads a little bit into a sheltered glade to the north. And then there's a path to the south, which leads towards a little river. Uh, what do you guys, uh, do you guys keep following her? Do you explore anywhere else? What's the plan? Volio um, looks directly at uh, uh, um, Ariado and Royari, accidentally blinding them. Um, and Royari's like, oh god. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, we, we continue this way, yes? Uh, yes. I guess so. That's where Scarlet's going. Yeah, I would rather not become separated. Onward, I will try not to blink. Okay. <laughs> Even when Vo our volume does blink, the light is still there. It's just, like, beaming through his eyelids. <laughs> just so it's scary! Just, it's just... <laughs> That's disturbing. Oh, oh my oh, god. Oh, now you're worried about Volio Via being disturbing. <laughs> oh, that's funny, actually. Feathers for hair, Leave seven foot tall, wonky proportions, and you take eyelid light is disturbing. <laughs> well, because it's, it's shining through his skin. Yeah, that's, that's what gross. light does, you can see his veins. Anyway, you, it's what light does. You keep moving and you see something. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Oh, no way, that's 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 her. That's the wolf that we already have, never mind. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> she just got jump scared by Scarlet. Got Wait. jump scared by Scarlet? Yes! Okay, one second. Uh Scarlet comes to a stop and she's staring at a cave entrance. Ooh, a cave? The forest ends abruptly where a sheer slab of quartz studded granite looms over the treetops. A cave mouth yawns open in its side. The cave is dark, and its mossy walls are studded with patches of ghostly white fungus. A narrow tunnel at the back of the cave leads deeper into the hill, forking into paths leading north and southeast. Uh, Scarlet comes to a stop here, and she is sitting. Ariato pats her on the head. I think she wants us to go ahead without her. Uh, I speak well. So. <laughs> do, do you know? Yes, see? Ow. Oh. Odd body does as well, Oh see? my god, Odd is there a. That is, is there the, a body? That the dead body sound? Oh, yes, Our body yes. has kind of scrolled off your shoulder, Volio, and is uh, rustling through a bush. <gasps> Corpse! And he, he tries to open oh. the bush. There's a human bone in there. Oh my goodness! A femur! A femur. Oh. oh God. Huh. Like okay. a... 
person one? Yes, yes, would you like to see? And he, he, he grabs it and thrusts it towards Royari. <gasps> Don't touch me with that, it could be dirty. Wolia tries to touch uh, Royari Would anyone like it. to roll nature medicine checks? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, good at medicine. I'm sure try. I'm kind of good at medicine. Both are flat checks. <laughs> Two... Um, uh, it's an A 22. for Riari. Okay, an A for Riari and a 2 for Volio. Uh, it's a fucking bone. It's a fucking bone. Volio, you're not even sure. You're not even sure it's a bone. It might just be a really funny stick. It looks like a female. <laughs> um, but Ariata, you can see not only is it indeed a human bone, but there are teeth marks all over it like it's been chewed. Oh. It was a snack for the wolves. By something much bigger than a wolf. By something much bigger than a wolf. Never mind, I'm wrong. Oh. They're, they're like Nyx. Do you see it on the, on the bone? I'm sorry, the, the, the light from my eyes is too white. I cannot see anything. What? What? Is there a way that we can turn those into like yellow light instead of, like, blue or white light. Oh, yes, hold on, and he grabs a remote out of his pocket and it turns, like, fucking purple. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god, can, can you teach us how to do that? Can you teach me how to do that? Ah, yes, oh, uh, first step, you to... must be born in Asimar. <laughs> okay, well, I, I... Step one may have been failed. Ah, uh, no, that's your problem, uh, step, isn't it? Step one, I took a misstep at step one, changeling, hi. <laughs> Maybe you can multi-class. I, how do you multi-class in race? That's, I don't know if that's how race works. I think it's at that point that you guys do hear some growling. Oh, shit. <laughs> We've been fucking oh around too God. much. Um, you can see from the darkness a pair uh, about like, two pairs of beady red eyes staring out at you, and uh, two wolves have heard you're fucking around, and they're kind of snarling and growling at you. And you know that if you back away, they probably won't attack you. Smiley face. Um. I just see Rari backing up. <laughs> they seem friendly enough. Oh, they are coming towards us, see? Back up. Oh, oh, you're yeah, up. Yes, okay. Oh, okay. No, Rayari very gently is like, come with me, Volio. As she snarls and she starts backing up. And you guys know that wolves probably, as long as you're not like, you're like not coming any closer. And they look like well-fed, so they're probably not hungry enough to attack you. So it's really fucking weird when they rush out you full speed trying to eat your face. Ooh. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, wait, hey, what? Oh my fucking god. Uh... Uh, I got a 14. I also got a 14. Twinsies! Rayari? <laughs> um, Rayari's like, mm, you go first, please. You go first, please. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Scarlet got a 24. Uh, as soon as they start rushing, she starts rushing right the fuck back. Oh, oh dear. Um, and that is a 14 for the wolves. Wow, everyone's getting 14 today, huh? Triplets! So, uh, top of the order is Scarlet, who as soon as these wolves start rushing out unprovoked to attack you, um, she rushes right the fuck back. 
and she is going to make an aggressive rush. Uh, she charges towards them at full at uh, half her speed, and uh, then she's going to make an intimidate check as she's running. That's a 24, which uh, is enough to scare these other guys uh, pretty bad. Hell um, yeah. Specifically the one that she is rushing up to and snarling at. Uh, Scarlet Den is going to make a melee attack, and that is a 21 against this wolf's AC, which is a hit, and she does 13 piercing damage to him, uh, which is a lot. The wolf howls out in pain as Scarlet uh, snaps into her, and uh, it it didn't like that. That was very rude of her. Um, that being said, Scarlet is going to attack again. Uh, that is uh, a 13 this time, which is unfortunately not a hit. And lastly, a 6, which is not a hit, but not a crit fail. Um, it's the wolves' turn. Uh, the wolves are fucking mad. Um... They both descend on uh, Scarlet, so they're going to be pack attacking her. Um, the first one is a 27 to hit as the wolf lunges forward, piercing its fangs into her skin. Um, that's almost a cr- uh, crit success, but just shy. There's going to be seven piercing damage to Scarlet, uh, who I will say lets out a pretty pained uh, yelp of pain. Uh, plus another d4 of damage, no less. Uh, so that's going to be one extra damage. Uh, the first wolf is going to attack again. That is a natural 20, unfortunately. Oh, fuck. Don't you dare uh, kill <laughs> her puppy. That's 14 damage to her, plus an extra d4 from uh, pack attack. And uh, her the wolf's last attack is going to be... <sighs> that's a tree. This one's a crit fail. Um, when Scarlet managed to knock her back the second time that the wolf is, like, piercing into her. Uh, it gets frustrated and starts snapping at her instead. Um, it's going to have a minus two to its attack rolls for its next turn. The other wolf gets a natural one on its first attack. Um, it accidentally bites its ally. Oh, shit. Who has already been hurt a few times. Um... The ally lets out a yelp of pain as it takes four damage and continues snapping at him, its frustration only getting worse. Uh, Wolf number two is going to attack Charlotte one more time and get another... Yep, that's going to be a fail, not a crit fail, um, but it's close. And final attack, that is a 13, which is a miss. Holy shit! Uh, They really are going for her, and you have no idea why they're being so aggressive. Like... This is uncharacteristically aggressive. Wolves are fighting. Uh, Volio, it's your turn. What the fuck do you do? Um, I would like these motherfuckers to get off my my dear wolf friend. Uh, Mm -hmm. my dear red as hell wolf friend. Uh, so Volio is going to go over here, right next to Scarlet. Uh, gonna start raging, and then he's going to hit one of these wolves. Okay, are you going for the one that's been hit a couple of times, or the one that's looking pretty well? Well, it's looking pretty well. Let's get that a, one down. A lethal or a non-lethal attack? Oh, that's a good question. Um, fuck. Lethal. Okay. Cool. Thirty. Mm, that's a crit. Sixteen damage. 
against top or bottom? Uh, the one that hasn't been hit as much. Okay, Volio, you smash into this thing and it lets out a yip of pain and you hear some bones breaking. Holy shit! Woo! Um, Ariado, it is your turn. Uh, Scarlet is in pain, but now these wolves are also in pain. What do you do? I'm gonna have to take a, I'm gonna have to take a guess and say that if you attack uh, one creature, you won't be able to knock it into another creature. You, depending on what you are doing, you can make an athletics check afterwards to do so. Yes. So if I wanted to like shadow box and admonishing Ray, the punch sideways. I like it enough that I'll let it work. Uh, it will be an athletics check afterwards. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, from where you are, you could probably like send a slap towards uh, the wolf. And I will let you just this once. Don't make this a recurring thing, but just this once. I will let okay. you make an athletics or in your case, a religion check. I think might be more appropriate to slap him into the other one. Okay. Um, so make me attack roll with uh, admonishing Ray. The religion check will be at minus five, just to let you know. Okay, uh, that is a 27. <gasps> That's a crit! Wolves are level one! <laughs> okay. And then you said religion check? Yeah. At a minus five, okay, so this will be plus four instead. Uh, 15. Yeah, that's enough to do it. Okay, so Ariadna, what do you do? How does this work? Um, she basically gets into like a um, fist up fighting formation. And then she kind of shadow boxes like a, uh, a left cross. Okay. <laughs> Which nails the uh, the wolf that's in front of Scarlet and pushes it against the uh, the wolf that's in front of Volio. Okay, uh, make me a damage roll. And I think the, the way we resolve this is it'll do uh, half damage to both of them. Okay. And you can take a hero point for this very fun strategy. Nine damage and five damage for the other one. Okay, Ariado, that is literally enough. Um, you slap them. You basically knock them into each other and they both go down. And, oh! and with that, they're both unconscious on the floor. <sighs> okay. Holy shit. Cool. So uh, that was strange. Yeah, that was completely uncharacteristic for wolves. Yep. Yes. There, uh, is there a specific role that we can make to figure out what the heck is going on with that? Uh, you can make a nature check. Flat check. Flat check. Carrying crown dice don't fail me now. <laughs> wolves. Oh, God. That's what I know. 21. Okay, no, a 21 would be enough. Uh, Volio, you're not even sure these are wolves. You think these might be shapeshifters. <laughs> you did roll a two on your nature check. You think Ooh. these are shapeshifters pretending to be wolves, which is why they attacked you. Damn. is just not even trying. Briar just sits there like, nope. <laughs> I'm not gonna tink. Um... But Ariato, you are getting the feeling that something must be compelling them to attack. Not something magical necessarily, just like the equivalent of a pack leader. Hmm. 
Okay. I think it might be like following orders from the leader of the pack. Orders? Seems like it. Because hmm. they seemed healthy enough. They shouldn't have attacked us, especially since we were backing away from their territory. But they did. They did do that. Yeah. Mm. You can investigate the cave. Yes, yes, there may be clues in there. He steps over the wolf that corpses. That looks like a... Oh, God. Would you guys like to try enter this big spooky cave? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Okay, Scarlet kind of, like, growls at the cave. Ariado pets her before she goes to the cave and gives her a treat. <laughs> she eats the treat. Um, Volio, you start meandering on ahead because you're fucking Volio. Rari <laughs> and Ariato, you follow on. Um, and you start entering a cool cave. Is it cool? Like, the, how cool? It is a pretty cool cave. Like, as in, like, physically, it's quite cool. Oh, like it's cold in here? Okay. Hmm. It doesn't look cool though. Uh, like, is there like stalactites? I mean, yeah, it's like it's it's like a it's like a quartz. There's just quartz uh, formations in the walls. So it's very pretty. Okay, we go in mining. Um, you kind of come to a branch in the caves. Uh, it goes to the north one way, and then to the kind of uh, to the east the other way. Oh, this cave is shaped very oddly. Hmm. This is just how caves work, my friend. Fucked up. Just kind of go different directions sometimes. Um, Julio peers down each one. He's like, ooh, there's stuff in places. Torches burnt out years ago jut out from crude holes in the walls of this cavern. A fire pit and the remnants of a makeshift camp stand at the center of the chamber to the north of where you are. Chunks of granite and dirt are heaped against the rocky walls, as if someone attempted to clear the cave's floor. It looks like someone used to live here. Huh. Yeah, that's what... Is I saw, like, a bedroll. That's yeah, there's a bedroll, and there's, like, an old fireplace. Oh, that's bizarre. Rari, is it okay for Tris to, like, look around to see if there's anything... other than just, like, the bedroll? If it's just this old stuff left, or if there's anything at all? Sure, you can go in and check it. Well, it gives them some light. The way that you said that makes me innately distrustful. <laughs> I don't blame you for distrusting my very suspicious voice. Ooh. Yeah, that's not one. Well, you do find something, Royari, and I'm very happy to tell you that. Yeah? There's a spore explosion. <clears throat> okay. And a shit ton of uh, spores erupt from the room. And it's going to fill up this entire chamber as you've uncovered a colony of yellow mold. Oh my fucking god. Oh, great. So, uh, uh, everyone, real fast, let's enter initiative real fast. 28. Wow. My god. What the hell? My luck is about this. I guess it took this long to run out eventually. <laughs> what did you guess? I rolled a 12. Oh no. Ugh. It was a 3. <laughs> This is not good. Folio likes the smell. He rolled a 28. 
Okay, so top of the order is unfortunately the spore cloud. Jesus. Uh, which explodes into everyone's face because you're all within 10 feet. So everyone, make me a fortitude save. Ooh. That's a 12. I rolled on that one. Uh-oh. Fuck. What do you got, I'm Dave? Using, I'm using hero fight. I rolled, I rolled in real life and then rolled on that one. I'm very we sorry. We are very unlucky today. Well, uh, I rolled a 29, so... <laughs> okay, you're good. I rolled... I, I remember you rolling, and I rolled a 16 plus 11 is 27. Okay, so... Volio, uh, Ariato, and Royari, you two see this happening, and your eyes widen, and you quickly hold your breath before, like, the mold explodes in your face, and you take... You are not poisoned. Volio, you take a big breath of air and suck it up into your body. Yeah. Um, so you immediately advance to stage two of the poison. Uh, and that yeah. is eight poison damage. And yes, also yes. you are drained two. Yes. Which means that your max HP drops by twice your level. Hell fucking yeah. So what is your... Uh, and you take this damage as well. So what level are you? Uh, ten? Five? Sorry, you're like level five, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or are you level six? Level, level five. five. Okay. Um... So your max HP drops to 70, and you take 10 damage. Uh-oh. So I'm at 61. Yeah, not great. Um, and you are poisoned, so, uh, so this is going to continue getting worse unless you, like, clear yourself. Um, Volio, it is your turn, though. Um, there is a blanket, and you could probably, like... Destroy the blanket with your hammer. I mean, won't that just kick up more spores? Maybe. I mean, you, you're you not an expert in survival. I don't think anyone here is, so none of you can safely clear it off. But you will not be able to investigate this room properly unless you destroy this blanket. Fuck it. Or get rid of it somehow. Throw it away, I don't know. Uh, ooh, how many fire? Uh, but you know who does. I know who does. I'm going to take the blanket. I'm gonna run up to it. I'm gonna take the blanket. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna grab it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going okay. to. Fuck okay, it. Let's tear it. Let's tear it in half. Make it easier to burn. Okay. Uh, well, I guess make me an athletics roll. I'm strong. I got big muscles. Uh, that is a 17 plus 11. That is a 28. Okay. Uh, a 28. Uh. Yeah, that is just a success. Uh, you do actually do some damage to it. Uh, roll me, we'll say, 2d8. Right. What's your strength? Um, my strength modifier is plus four. So that's eight plus four, 12. Okay. Uh, well, you do some damage to this fucking blanket, I guess. Um, um, some of the mold is destroyed, but Jesus fucking Christ. He turns to he turns to Ariadne and he's like, fire, fire, set it on fire, please. Um, Ariado, it is your turn. Volio drops the blanket onto the floor, giving you a prime shot at this moldy blanket. What do you do? Produce flame, produce flame, produce flame, produce flame. Okay, cast me a produce flame on this fucking blanket. Uh, I shouldn't have that. What the fuck? What do you get? What do you get? This is. Not 20? That's 20 on a blanket. Your luck is back. I rolled um, about 20 on a blanket. Oh my destroy God. the blanket. Um, 
<laughs> Roll damage. <laughs> Sixteen damage. Uh, times two or? Uh, no, eight times damage two. times two. Okay. So that's going to be, yeah, 16 damage. You do hurt it, and uh, it makes a sizzling noise as uh, the spores are temporarily reduced. Like, they're gone for a moment. Um, Roy Harry, it is your turn. Roy Harry is just gonna back it. Roy Harry is fucking tired of it. Okay, go for it. Um, I'm gonna use uh, the panache because it's, I have panache because I went last. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're stylishly slicing into this thing. Uh, a 28 is just a hit. Congrats. Uh, and that's how much damage? Uh, six. Okay. That's uh, going to be six damage, uh, which is... Yeah, you're doing good. You are destroying this blanket. Um, it is the blanket's turn. It isn't doing anything this turn because it took fire damage and it is in pain. It's a blanket. Well, yeah, but so the mold was, like, the spores that would have ejected have been incinerated. It's going to take another turn for that to recharge. Gee, I hope no one uses fire damage on it in the meantime. Uh, Volio, it's your turn. Hey, uh, make me a report you, Chief. Okay. <laughs> that's a 20. Uh, a 20 is unfortunately not going to be a pass. That's so sad. Uh, that's going to be, you advance onto stage 3. You take 3d8 poison uh, damage. That's 12 poison damage. Ouchie. And uh, your max HP drops by another five, meaning that your total max HP is now 66 uh, total. Damn, bitch. Uh, So you take another five damage on top of what you took. Booga, booga. All right. Yeah. Being drained sucks. Like, Volio is like... Volio's getting the shit beat out of him by this blanket. Yeah, there's yellow drool now of Volio's mouth. It's gross. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Volio's got rabies. Um... Volio, it is your turn. You don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. What do you do? He's gonna take his hammer and he's gonna just fucking beat the shit out of this blanket so hard. How okay. Dare you, how dare you quote Tony? How dare you quote somebody who likes Tony Stark in my presence? 28. I'm raging. That's, yep, that's a hit. That is, uh, yeah, that's eight damage. You're just, you're all just beating up a fucking blanket on the I'm floor. Gonna do it again. Okay, go for it. Fuck me. Uh, a, a nat one. Unfortunately, <laughs> something goes wrong, I'm afraid. Magic! Let's see what wacky wild magic effect is going to happen this time. Let me roll a d100! This is the highlight okay. of my day whenever I fuck up on a damage roll, or not, an attack roll. 75! Give it to me. Well, you don't always ro- you don't always get wild magic, but I will tell you what does happen. Oh, fine. <laughs> uh, Volu, your eye beams flicker a little bit. Uh-oh. And you slump a little bit. Uh-oh. And Volio is powering down. <laughs> what? What? His, what? his rage is just not functioning as much. He's stupefied too, which means all his mental checks are reduced by oh two. No. And he's... Not only is he extremely poisoned, but his brain is just, like, working on five seconds of lag. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. He has horrible ping. <laughs> <laughs> he is lagging oh, out. Shut no, he's yeah, lagging. Um, I'm so sorry, Volio. Ariado, it is your turn. This blanket looks like it's about to fucking be destroyed. What do you do? Uh, she's gonna set it on fire again. Okay, go for it. Uh, say twenty-four. 
cooked it. That is just about a hit. Okay. Ten. Okay, Ariato, how do you do this? It's a fucking blanket. <laughs> she fucking fireball Kamehameha's this thing. <laughs> you guys... All on a fucking blanket. <laughs> you guys fucking destroyed this moldy old blanket. And it was one of the tougher fights you've ever had. Well, you got to half fucking HP because of this goddamn blanket. Because you got, like, poisoned. <laughs> well, you are still poisoned, by I the am. way. Um, make, we're going to quickly resolve that. Make me another 40, you'd say? Right. I'm going to roll in real life. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 16. Uh, that is, unfortunately, a fail. You take another 15 poison damage. Ooh. You can drink your potions between these if you need. Uh, do you want to make another fortune save? Yes. Okay. That's 26, er, 25. Unfortunately... Oh, that is just about to pass. I was about to, to kill you. I was about to kill damage. you if you said that, wasn't it? You your max HP, you lose one of your drain conditions, so your max HP goes back up a little bit, and uh, you do, unfortunately, still take damage. It's only six damage this time. Oh, thank God, it's only six. Make me another fortitude save. Oh, goodness. Uh, that is a... That's a 15. And you're back. Crash that's down. 14 damage more, and you're... you're uh, you take another five damage as you're drained further. Uh, would you like to take? Would you like to take a pose, uh, potion? Because you look, it feels like it's wearing off, but like you are still being fucked over. Stubborn. Um, I'm gonna roll again. Okay. Sixteen plus eleven. That's twenty-seven. Okay. Uh, you go back. You your max HP goes back up a little <laughs> bit, and uh, you do take another ten poison damage, but then your max HP returns to normal. And you are no longer drained, you are no longer poisoned. How much HP do you have after slurping up slurping up that up uh, that mold? How much HP is that? Eight HP. Out of what? 81. Volio, there's just fucking yellow drooling. Like, you're like crying, but it's yellow. You've got drool coming down your lips, it's yellow. You look sickly, your brain is laggy. This was the worst experience you've ever had with mushrooms. <sighs> Yeah, this is a pretty bad one. Uh, Volio slumps on the floor, and he's he's just gonna take a moment for himself. He's just going to take a moment. I think that you two should go. Rare Nariato took no damage. Yeah, I know, from that fight. I know. Uh, Volio's like, I think you should you two should look around here, and I will sit here until you are done. All right. Okay. <laughs> Dice will roll will return after these messages. Are you ready for Super Idols RPG? Super Idols. A rotating cast of today's hottest up-and-coming tabletop players in one all-new power-packed podcast. Super Idols. Move into a new dimension with the year's biggest pop music-themed, magical girl-inspired masks campaign. Super Idols. Now you can have all your favorite nerdy roleplay in a funny, sincere, diverse, character-driven package. Super Idols. Meet soon-to-be chart-topping idols like Violence Violet, Bane Raven, Symphoria, Elementum, Queen Bee, Warcry, 
and Karen. Karen. Super Idols RPG, the internet's premier narrative play podcast about superpowered teen idols. Call the number on your screen now to order Super Idols RPG on CD or cassette, or stream it wherever podcasts are sold. Must be 13 years or older to listen because we do sometimes say f***. Please do not actually try to order a CD or cassette from us. That's just part of the parody. Please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to yourself because you deserve something nice in the mail today. And seriously, come listen to Super Idols RPG. It's pretty cool and it's a fun show and we think you'll like it. Visit superidolsrpg.castos.com for more details. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today, or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Yeah, he's gonna look around. Uh, you go on to making another perception check, Royari, and hopefully this time you'll find more yellow mold. This time you won't kill Hopefully me. not. <laughs> I will say this ceiling, like the ceiling in this cave is like seven foot tall. So Volio is extremely crouched. Yeah, I rolled a 12. Okay, that's enough. Um... You kind of look around, and certainly it looks like this was a hideout of some sort. And I think it's pretty easy to find, like it's not particularly hidden. You check under the pillow, and oh, there's a journal in here. Ariari locks it up and opens it. This loose-leaf parchment notebook is bound in burgundy leather and tied shut with knotted silver cord. The journal details the exploits of a pickpocket-turned-cat-burglar on the streets of Escadar. And you realize, Royari, after flipping true, you recognize the name of this person. Mm? The infamous thief, Juniper Winzel. Back when you were, like, a kid, everyone knew about Juniper Winzel. There was like she kind of like made headlines every like every few months. Juniper Winzel breaks into Church of Abadar and steals uh, the the weighing scales. Juniper Winzel is suspected to have stolen the art pieces of a famous traveler. Juniper Winzel breaks into the con- the Conclave Square, steals from the constable, leaves taunting notes stickied uh, uh, taunting notes pinned everywhere in the office. She was quite a sensation. The entries are dated beginning in 4700 AR, which would have been a little bit after you were born, but they continue for a while, up to like 4712 AR. And the scale of the crimes grow. They be, they like, as they approach your present, they progress from ambi- like, progressing into ambitious heists targeting banks and temples. But then there's something really interesting. Oh, yeah? Towards the end of her journal, Juniper confides her fears that a competent deputy working to rise into the constabulary named Andera Pauldrine has obtained evidence of Juniper's guilt and her whereabouts. I see. And you recognize the name Andera Pauldrine. You just met her yesterday, the chief constable. 
Harry's like, oh my god. That's... Like something out of a novel. What? Um, this is the journal of, like, a really infamous, like, uh, thief from mm. when I was, like, young. Um, and this is, I guess, where she was living. And she was worried that she'd be found out by the by Andera Paltrine. The constable? It was, yeah. Ah. Well, then I guess the mold was supposed to be for her. Or she just really let this place go. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I don't think she's living here anymore. Well, considering yeah. the last dated entry is in, like, almost ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rayari's like, well, she hasn't been here for literally ten years. So it is fair. So it either was a trap, or, yeah, she probably just didn't take care of this place. <laughs> she may have abandoned this hideout entirely. Um, my Constable God. was after her. I I wouldn't blame her. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt that. <laughs> I will say that uh, Ariato, as Royari is talking and like, telling you about this, you do find some stuff. Because oh. your little goblin, uh, your little goblin senses go off and you do see like that there's like a bit of earth here that like looks like it was someone was trying to clear the cave's floor and you're like hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder and you dig and you know what you find yes buried treasure well that's exciting you know accomplished thief and all you always mm. do have like a tiny treasure trove mm, that is did you find something oh I found lots of things oh, oh yes and Rary saunters over there where Ariato is. You pull it open, and inside you find a chest buried in the pit which holds a clandestine cloak, infiltrator's thieves tools, infiltrator's picks, eight garnets worth ten gold each, uh, a type one bag of holding containing a dust of appearance, a lesser elixir of life, and a silver lensatic compass worth thirty gold pieces engraved with words, always find your way back to me. Hmm. So there's another bag of holding which you could probably sell for quite a bit of money. That's true. Or the value could trade out. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how good your current uh, bag of holding is, actually. Yeah. Oh, can I take the fish out of it, see if anything happened to it? Oh, uh, do you want... Are you just going to do that now? Yeah. I want to see if something happened to it. Okay. You pull... Put your hand in, and Volo, you pull out a weasel. Oh, <gasps> that is not what I put in there. Why? The weasel squeaks and squirms. It's in your hand. It's trying to get away. Ah, yeah, he ah, throws ah. it. The fucking weasel scampers away into the darkness. Hmm. What the hell? Well, I had put a dead Puffin. fish in there, so hmm, I this bag is not very good, is it? First of all, that's alive. Second of all, that's a weasel. Yes, I saw. It was in my hands. Would you like to make an arcana check to try to figure out what you yes. have? Yes. Fuck me. Fourteen. <laughs> it's probably just a regular bag of holding. It's probably just a regular bag of holding. I'm not sure if that's... Ariato or Royari, would you either of you like to roll Arcana, Nature, Occultism, or Religion to try to figure out what's in it? Oh, uh... do religion. It's a 19. Well, it's definitely not a regular bag of holding. Mary's like, that is not a normal bag. How do you know? 
I know because I know. I rolled a 25. Okay, Ariado, you just about got it. That's a bag of weasels. <laughs> a bag of weasels? It's a cursed item. The bag hey, of weasels. Hey, hey, Volio? Yes? That's a bag of weasels. <gasps> Are you for real? Yeah. No. I could cast Read Aura on it to see what school of magic it That's is. That's even never. And he throws it to the side. <laughs> no, don't throw that. You so, could sell Ariato, that. you know that basically any item you put in there, uh, when you pull it out, you have to roll a flat check. And if you fail the flat check, you do not pull out your item. You pull out a weasel. And the weasel functions like a giant rat. Um, and the item will have turned into a weasel. If you kill the weasel, it doesn't turn back into the item. The item is permanently destroyed. The only way to get the item back is by uh, using remove curse or similar magical effects. <laughs> do we have a, do we have remove curse? I don't think we I do. Do not cast spell. Well, if we ever need a weasel in a tight fix, I you know you know what I guess maybe we can maybe we can use it for performance maybe maybe you can use you will never know when it will come in handy you know what maybe uh, yes <laughs> also you could like you could definitely use this to like oh shit we need to get rid of this item it's a weasel now. yeah we could literally <laughs> turn anything into a weasel if we wanted to it could be wow. good for a prank this is true I will keep it on my person and he picks it back up uh. Is there an actual bag of holding? <laughs> yes, there's an actual bag of holding. You shouldn't put it in the bag of holding, though, because that usually fucks shit up. But what if I mm -hmm. did? Um, it would destroy destroy them both. Uh, the clandestine cloak, I will tell you. Um, this cloak, when you pull up the hood of this nondescript cloak, you become drab and uninteresting, getting a plus one to stealth and deception checks to impersonate a forgettable background character, such as a servant but also minus one to diplomacy intimidation checks. And once per day, you can take two actions to pull up the cloak's hood and gain the benefits of the non-detection spell for one hour or until you pull the hood down, whichever lot comes first. This basically means that you will counteract all detection, revelation, and scrying divinations made against you. Oh, that's good. That's pretty good. Uh, you would also sell for quite a bit of money if you needed. Infiltrators, thieves, tools, and picks are basically just really good little items. You know what a bag of holding is. And a dust of appearance makes invisible creatures vi uh, visible. Okay. Very fun. Uh, that being said, the only thing you see now left is um, the exit. That's really about it. Mm. Well, I mean, didn't you say that there was another thing that had words on it, or, or a phrase? Yes, there was a little. Uh, There's a little locket which says "Always find your way back to me." A little compass. Mm. Aww. Which mean you tells you this was some a very sentimental gift that she stole from someone. <laughs> yeah. This is like a compass. You would find your way back to me, and she's like, <laughs> "Nice." God. Uh, he's gonna take that for now, I think. Because yeah. What a cute item. <laughs> that is very cute. Kind of gay. Does it point actually north? Yes. You look at it. Yes, it Damn. does. This is an expensive yep. compass. Like this costs, this costs more than a lot of people will make in a month. Oh, yep. This shit costed bank. Kind of lame that it doesn't lead to the other person. Uh, well, that's not how compasses work. Magical this isn't Minecraft. This isn't. This isn't Minecraft modded. <sighs> Someday it will be. Okay. 
what do you where do you guys go? Are you heading deeper in? Are you looking for more wolves? Or are you what's uh Wooly's gonna take a fucking potion real quick. Yeah, maybe a good idea, bud. Maybe a few more than just one. I'm gonna take two potions of lesser healing. Or yeah, lesser healing. So it's forty eight. Eighteen healing. Uh, Volio, you are no longer stupefied either. You're powered down. As soon as you slurp some juice, you are feeling much better. I don't know. We only have 15 potions of lesser healing. Only 15. Only 15. Oh, no. Poor us. We're not going to survive this winter. So sad. If we keep using them like this, we will not make it far. Volio, can't you make more? That is besides the point. Julio spies something in another room. Your headlamps uh, kind of disturb some uh, some wolves in the darkness. And oh a very big shape looming oh. along with them. Looming. There are things in that room, but I do not know if you want to disturb them. I don't. I would like to go home. I don't think we should. I think we're good here. I think that we can call it. We may be godlings, but... I have blood to lose. <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, godlings are still mortal. Something's padding towards you. I'm oh, leaving. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The wolves start leaving their den, uh, snarling at you, and you don't know... They are, like, again, actively being far more aggressive than a normal wolf What the fuck? And you're like, what's making them... What's making them do this? And then you see something padding in the darkness oh behind my them. Oh my it's a god! Mega wolf. A dire wolf, wolf makes its way around the corner, snarling at you, like about as tall as Royari is at the like at the shoulder, and it's growling as four other wolves are approaching you. I hear uh, if you back away from them, they probably won't attack you. They seem well-fed. Shut up. They don't seem hungry enough. How dare you say that to us again? The dire wolf snarls a little bit. And the thing is, even this thing shouldn't be that aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you three do as they're padding closer out of the darkness, snarling at you? Can I, like, read Aura, maybe? Uh, sure. It blasts me with a read aura. 30. Okay, Ariado, you can say for certain that there is not even a trace of magic being used on these guys. Okay. This isn't a druid thing. They're being... It looks like they're being compelled, but not by magic. And as the direwolf snarls and lets out a blood-curdling howl, we're going to roll initiative again real fast. Son of a bitch. Ari is not going to roll initiative. 19. 21. So, top of the order uh, is indeed the dire wolf, uh, which growls as it pads out of the darkness. It's teeth bared as it rushes for you, Ariato. Uh, you're closest to it, and it just saw you do some spooky magic. So, um, it is going to uh, attack you in its jaws, and that is going to be a 28 to hit. Hits? <laughs> uh, that is seven piercing damage. Piercing. Uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah? Piercing damage. Did you, did you piercing yeah, damage? I did say that. What, 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 are you going to do it? Uh, Give me a fortitude save. No, will save. Give me a will save. That's a 15. No. Ooh. Nine bleed damage. 
Okay, Ariato, uh, the wolf snarls and it bites into you, and uh, its fangs pierce into your abdomen as it tries to rip you off your feet. As soon as it does so, however, giant bloody tooth marks appear in its sides as well, and it lets out a snarl of pain. So that's not going to be great. Yikes! Um, that being said, it is going to use its athletics uh, to try swing you off your feet as a 16 against your fortitude DC. Fortitude DC is my level plus 10. What's my fortitude? Yes. You're 42 plus 10. Uh, 42 plus... Oh, 42 plus 10? Yeah, I'm knocked off. Okay, you're s- pulled off your feet, Ariato, and held aloft in the air. And then it's going to... Uh, it's going to start shaking you around. Oh, okay. Make me a fortune save as it starts swinging around like a ragdoll. 15. That's not going to do it, I'm afraid. Uh, You're going to take 1d10 damage as he just shakes you. Ow. Um, That's... That's two damage. (laughs) He didn't shake you that good. All right. If anything, Ariato's probably enjoying it. (laughs) Ariato, it is your turn. You're in a dire wolf's jaws as its uh, allies are like charging out of the cave towards you. Um, What do you do? Uh, You are grabbed. I think she's just going to try to get out. (laughs) Okay, Uh, make me an acrobatics or a legs check to slip out of this beastie's jaws. Acrobatics, it's so much better. 19. Uh, a 19? Yes. Yes, that's enough to slip out. You quickly yank yourself out of its jaws and tumble to the floor, get back to your feet. Okay. Looking fun. (laughs) You holding up okay? I think she, I think she's fine. Um, Okay. She's gonna, I think she's gonna try intimidating Blair. Okay, sure, make me an Intimidate check. Are you demoralizing? Yes. Okay. Are you doing it on the Dire Wolf or one of the wolves? Uh, the Dire Wolf, that's the leader. Okay, good call. And that is a... Where's my information? That's another 30. Oh, that's a crit success. Um, so on a critical success on a demoralized attempt, um, that is going to... He's going to be frightened too. So his AC and will saves drop quite a lot. Uh, he, you kind of <laughs> stare at him and the wolf for a second, your intense eye contact, uh, your eyes reflecting what little light there is in here, um, causes him to pause for a second. And he is frightened too. You've one action left. What do you do? Um... And smack him with your trident if you'd like. Yeah, she's going to do a non-lethal with her trident. This will be at a minus two. 25. Ooh, that's actually going to be a crit because he's afraid. Ariadne, you fucking smack him across the face with your trident. Um, well. <laughs> that would have um, been a crit anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, 14 damage. Ariadne, you smack him good across the face and the dire wolf lets out a snarl. And he's still standing, but holy shit. Uh, Volio, it is your turn. Um, yeah. You're not looking great, but also this dire wolf isn't looking great either. What do you do? You know what? I'm going to make him look worse. Dead even. That's nice. 
I think it's pretty nice, yeah. I'm gonna rage and I'm gonna just beat the shit out of this dog. Okay. Yes, 29. That's a crit. And how much damage is that? KK, what's 16 times 2? 32. Yeah, 32. Oh, yeah, was this non-lethal or lethal? What do you think? I, I don't I know. Attacked, I attacked Yeah, Ariadne's been doing non-lethal. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. I've been killing. Uh, damn. Non-lethal. Do you want to Let's do it non-lethal? Okay. Volley, your hammer swings into him at full force and it hits him and there's a honk noise and he takes non-lethal damage as your hammer is suddenly apparently a squeaky toy. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Don't worry. I wouldn't he kill would the wolf. Never. Um, that being said, you do smack him with enough of a honk that he does go, f- like, toppling over your head and he does hit the floor and he is unconscious. Good. <laughs> Well, that was nice. Well, you see these wolves running towards you. You've knocked their leader down. You've raged. You've one action left. What do you do? I think I'll take a note out of their book and start running also, but in the opposite direction. Run away. Run away. Uh, Volu, you use your massive fucking clown legs and you run 30 feet away uh, towards the mouth of the cave. They're very long, yes. Ooh, it's the wolves' turns. Uh, one of them's going to go for you, Royari, uh, as oh. it is rushing directly towards you, snarling its fangs. And it's going to make a jaw strike. That is a uh, 25 to hit. That is a hit. All right, that's five piercing damage. Okay. It's going to try attack you again, uh, this time to knock you down. Uh, that is going to be a 13 to knock you down. That's, I presume, a face. That doesn't work against your 42 DC, I assume. Yeah, no, that, that's... My, my 42 DC is 21. Okay. Um, the other wolf, another wolf is going to rush out of the darkness for you as well, Rari. That's going to be a turn. Uh, that's a, that's a crit fail. The wolf kind of like stays back against you and it decides, it starts overtaking it. It kind of like paces around staring at you. It's not going to be able to attack until the end of its next turn, but its AC is higher. That's nice. Uh, not against Ariado, just against you. Um, another wolf rushes in, this time going for Ariato. That's going to be a 14 to hit Ariato. Nope. Second attack, that is a 22. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that is going to be uh, four piercing damage plus two extra pack attack damage for a total of six. Okay. Lastly, one of them is going to rush out of the darkness towards you as well, Ariato. Uh, this one is going to make a jaw strike. That's a 24 hit. Yes. That's five plus four. It's nine total damage as it really goes for you. And it's going to use its last action to try and knock you off your feet and go to five. Crit fail. Uh, actually, that's at a minus five, so it's going to be a zero total. Super crit fail. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. It accidentally like makes an awkward attack and it bites a rock and it's like... Uh, it's it's flatfoot until the end of its next turn. Uh, Royari... Fashionably late to the fight. Um, what the fuck do you do? There's wolves everywhere. Um, Rari is going to pull out a weapon. Or I assume that he'd have it out if he was waiting. Mm-hmm. And is going to attack the which wolf? Which wolf tried to attack him and and got anything? Because that's the one that Rari's gonna attack. Yeah, this one here. Yeah, Rari's gonna attack the southmost one. Okay. And uh, he's using a panache attack with uh, his rapier. Okay, go for it. That's a 30. Thank you very much. That's going to be a crit. 
Is this uh, non-lethal? Yeah. Okay. R- how much damage is that? A 14. In a single swish, Royari, you quickly bump this guy on the top of the head with your rapier and knock him unconscious. It just flumps to the floor. Holy shit. Ah, oh, Royari grins. You got two actions left. With the second attack, Royari is going to use a finisher on this one. The one up, okay. Just attacked Ariata? Yep, that's a 15. A 15 is a hit. And how much damage is that? 15. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Royari. Two, one bonk, and then a quick, like, uh, the wolf jumps for you, and you, like, backhand it across the face, and it also goes unconscious. Epic. You have one action left? With my last action, Royari's gonna try and tumble through um, the, the wolves to the north. Okay, make me an acrobatics check. This is almost certainly going to succeed. 32, thank you. Yeah, crit success, take a hero point. You fucking... Right through them. Hello, I'm Epic. Royari, as you start swishing, suddenly you see something happen. Mm-hmm. Another wolf starts charging out of the darkness, but this what one rushes right past you, right past Ariato, right past Volio, right past Scarlet, and disappears into the woods. <sighs> How? You don't know what that was about, but it is gone. Uh, that's concerning. Huh. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, it's not your problem right now, I guess. Ariadu, it is your turn. Uh, there are two wolves left. One did just run past you, and you don't know why it felt familiar, but it did to all of you. Hmm. don't like that. Uh... I think before she starts attacking, she yells at Volio and Scarlet, Get get after that one! Got it! Oh, Scarlet barks. Then she returns to the wolves in front of her and uses the butt of her trident. Okay, go for it. Okay, it's a 23. Okay, uh, that is going to be a... literally a crit. Fuck. Cool. Roll damage. 11. 11. Okay, times 2, that's 22. Ariado, boonk! You fucking baseball that wolf away. <laughs> There's one wolf left. Go for the other one. Okay. The 19? Okay, yeah. 12. Ooh, just about not enough to knock it out. Oh, come on! It's literally got 2 HP left. This thing looks very bad. Oh, God. <sighs> um, Volio... <laughs> It is your turn. Um, I, I, I have another attack. You have an action left? Oh my god. Oh my god. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. I've get only him. been using one. Tra- I've only been using You're my right. training. I'm so used to you using spells. I forgot that you can do tree things in a turn. Rude. Um, <laughs> it's only like a minus 12, though, so. Yeah. That's a uh, seven. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not going to be a hit. I'm very sorry. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. You. Swing once and you try to swing a, a second minus time. Minus 12. <laughs> and it kind of ducks out of the way. Its AC was a little bit higher because it was being careful earlier. Um, and for good reason, it seems. It is the wolf's turn. And the wolf, it decides it's not doing this. Its pack is down. Um, there's a lot of scary stuff going on. And it decides, you know, this isn't worth it. And it does what any animal would do and runs the fuck out of there. It's fair. And this. T- it dashes off into the woods, not in the same direction as the first one. And 
you guys have evidently won, but you don't know what that was about, that last wolf. Hmm. Yeah, that was weird. And all of you felt like, hmm, I don't know why that was a familiar wolf. Time to go after it? Yes. Do we do we know where it went? It fit such way, did it not? And he points towards the fucking woods. That's true. Would you guys like to make a survival check to see where its tracks might have led? Sure, I'll make a flat check. God. <laughs> okay. That's a 12. A 12 for Volio. Riari, Ariato. You've also got Scarlet, so she can make it too if she needs. I don't know if that's entirely necessary. <laughs> Did you get another nat 20? Maybe. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Ariato, I don't think you even need to look for tracks. I think you instinctively know where it was headed. <laughs> she runs past both of them and says, follow me, follow me. Back to the north. Back to your camp. Back to the circus. Back to the circus. Back to the circus. Going back to the camp. Um, Ariato, you sprint off into the darkness. And Royari and Volio, you two share a look and realize, oh, oh, that's not good. Uh, and do you guys rush back uh, mm-hmm. into the camp? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fast as possible. Uh, okay. Uh, you rush back into the camp. And what you see is not good because there is a very large creature in here and unfortunately he is holding Zondi Kanbali by the throat and backing away holding him like he's going to kill him staring at everyone else who is surrounding him and snarling if anyone gets too close and you can't make out what is happening but you can see this creature it is nine feet tall, um, very muscular, um, and it, it's, it's ugly to say the least. Um, this beast, it's, it looks lupine, um, but it's got like a goblinoid face and humanoid hands. Um, it is covered in, like, matted brown fur, um, and it's got, like, sh- razor-sharp teeth. But what really bugs you is the fact that there is something branded into its arm. Yeah, that's that's the first thing mm-hmm. I noticed. Two letters. CM. And you guys know what those letters stand for pretty easily, don't you? We know, yeah. Celestial Menagerie. It, lo- it has been branded. Okay. That was immediately what I saw. That was yeah. immediately what I thought when I saw that. I was like, that's a burn yeah, it's mark. Been bur- like the letters CM have been burned into its skin. And it is holding um, Zandi Kambali, uh, the 12-year-old son of the Featherfall 5, in its hands. And it's backing away like its claws ready to pierce his throat if anyone gets closer, which they are. And he's snarling and barking, and you can hear him as uh, you're getting closer. He says, Get away! Anyone who comes closer, I'll rip his throat out. <sighs> you won't take me back. None of you will take me back. Hey! What the fuck do you think you're doing? And he snarls and says, You! You came into my cave. You came to hurt me. I won't let that happen. No more. No more. You did not. Hey, hey, slow down. Uh, We did not come to hurt you. 
uh, his fingers back even closer to Zondian's throat, like even like grazing him a little bit. And you know, it's a, hey, <sighs> calm down. Hey, just, hey, <sighs> stop hurting! Stop hurting him! That's a child. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. <sighs> no one comes closer. Mister, no one is coming close to you. I would like to ask you to take a breath. <sighs> We are sorry we encroached uh, upon your land. We did not mean to. Please put him you came down. There to kill me. We did not. <sighs> we do not want to kill no you. No one came here to kill you. You can check every single one of those wolves. No, They're still breathing. No, you came there to take me back then. And I'll never go back. Never. Back, back where? You know exactly where. I know you. Roy Ariariazu and Bolio, I know who you are. Oh, okay. Hello. Hi. I'm not going back. You can't make me go back. Wait, hold on. Slow down. You've never seen this guy in your fucking life. That's what I was going to ask. He seems familiar. Like, that voice seems, like, vaguely familiar in the way that, like, a child that you met a long time ago versus an adult you're hearing presently who has gone through puberty and, you know, is now wary of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- um, it's okay if we've noticed the brand. Yes, right? absolutely. It's very obvious. Okay. There's a very obvious okay. brand. Um, uh, looks to Ariado and is like, that is a brand. That's a CM, Yes. Right? Celestial Menagerie brand. We're not with the Celestial Menagerie. We fucking left. You can't fool me. You're, you're spies. You're traitors. I won't go back. She. No, they uh, hate. No, they hate. They quite literally hate us. You're lying. Hold on. Victor tried to kill us. The professor kind of puts his hand up. And he's like, "Listen, we've we've told him he doesn't believe us." How can we help you? We want to help you. The only reason that we went to your cave was because there were wolves staring at us and we were worried that they were going to come and kill us. Hold on, hold on. You know who we are. What's your name? <laughs> you don't even know my real name. You just, you don't know who Kalkek is. Kalkek? <sighs> you don't never heard that fucking name before. I've never okay, heard well, it. Uh, Rare's like, then what might we have known you as? Everyone come laugh at the grinning goblin and his freakish fur. <sighs> and you do remember the grinning goblin. Um, mm-hmm. The grinning goblin was indeed a little goblin who oh, no. was kept in a cage and was branded. And yes, he was completely furry like a little wolfman goblin. Oh, I'd die for him. This is not a wolfman. This is not a goblin. Um, I think by now, would anyone like to make me like a uh, uh, religion check to figure out what this thing is? I can do that. Y'all can handle that. 24. 13. Ariato, you don't know exactly what this guy is. But you're pretty sure that's a bar guest. Ooh. Um... Basically, bar guests are like, um, they're ravenous gluttons who, of life who feed and grow on the fat of mortals, their bodies changing ways none can predict as they use the flesh and blood of their victims to achieve grisly transformations into greater bar guests. Bar guests often make use of their shape-shifting abilities, ah, to rule tribes of goblins, ah, 
discreetly mm. hunt in rural areas in the geese of unnaturally intelligent wolves. Ah. But looking at it closer, this is not a typical Barghast. For one thing, its eyes are bulbous, almost like the wolf from over the garden wall. And mm-hmm. my, what mm-hmm. big teeth it has. And you realize with a small drop in your stomach that the grinning goblin, that poor little goblin who was put in the freak show alongside you all those, like, years ago, he vanished a long time before you guys did. He was and always has been a bar guest. And now he has uh, eaten enough living creatures that he has become a greater bar guest and has mutated himself to become extremely fucking powerful. Very like, um, uh, Kel- M- M- Mr. Kelka? <sighs> I mean, we're not here to hurt you. None of us want to hurt anybody. We were yeah. only concerned... I'm not letting you stay. You have to get the circus out of here. If you want me to trust you, you have to leave. We can't just leave that we were... And the boy dies! And like he puts his hand right at the zombie and throw it. He takes out his fucking clubs. Stop, stop, stop. Please stop that. We just can't leave. We need to be here. This is the only place that we were able to set up. They're trying to run them out, you know. The menagerie? Oh, yes. Against them, too. They hurt us as well. You don't need to lash out and hurt others because they did that to you. So put him down. I'm asking you. He puts down very gently. Make me a diplomacy check. My diplomacy is not good. Can I, um... You can help? aid, you can use an... You can, can we Both of you can uh, make an aid check, Royer, because you have, um... Because you have cooperative nature, you'll get a plus four to this check. I rolled a 15 plus two, a 17. Okay. I rolled a 27. I rolled a 21. It kind of slinks through the caravans towards you, snarling. And as he gets closer, holy shit, he's big and scary. Oh my goodness, you have gotten very tall. <sighs> if I can't rip his throat out. I'm gonna rip yours out! And he rushes for you! Everyone roll initiative! Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. You almost had it. But. You both, like, both. If one of you had crit success, that probably would have done it. But his will save is very, very high. Not even a 27. Oh man. No, he got his. His will is a 22 total. So, Ariato and Royari, you both succeeded. And that did push up Volio's team by four. But it needed to be up by just a little bit more to actually pass. Calkek, uh, uh, that is a 21 on his uh, initiative, too. And Royari, I assume you're not rolling? Nope. Ariato, it is your turn. 
Uh, top of the order, this guy is rushing towards you, ready to slam into you. You see his hand rising, ready to rip at Royari. What do you do? Uh, she is going to go for that exact arm and searing lights. Oh, no. Uh, okay. So you're going to need to make me a spell attack roll. 28. Uh, a 28. Yes, that is just about a hit. Um, so that's going to be a fucking lot of damage. 39. That is a total of 10d6 uh, fire and good damage. Holy shit. Um, mm-hmm. He is resistant to fire, but weak to good. So that sears into him, kind of canceling it out. And he takes a lot of damage from that. He yells and he roars. He, like, he pulls his hand back. That's a... And he stumbles a little bit, snarling. You've got one action left. What do you do? Uh, she's going to make sure he's making eye contact and intimidating glare to demoralize. Okay, uh, make me an intimidate check. Uh, 24. Just passes. Okay, he stares at you and that like the combination of your very steadfast face and the holy light that just he, like burned into his hand a little bit uh, makes him reconsider a little bit. And he is frightened. I uh, mean, his AC is going to be a little bit lower. His attacks are going to be a little bit lower. And his saves are going to be a little bit lower. Which is something we need. <laughs> Which is great because he's very strong. Uh, Calcat snarls and you see foam drooling out of his mouth suddenly. He says, I'll reach your face. You can try. And he's going to go for you, Ariato, with a jaw strike. It's a 19. He rolled a two. No, no. <laughs> uh, he's, oh my God, actually it's an 18 because, yeah. Uh, he's no. going to make a second attack now. Uh, that is going to be a 17. Technically a 16. No. He's going to make one last attack. This time, that is going to be a 12. No. He snaps at you three times in a row, but, like, you can see that his fear is getting the better of him there. Volio, it's your turn. Holy shit. Uh, has it been enough... Has it been enough time for me to rage again? 100%. It's definitely been more than a minute. Cool. I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy. Okay, go for it. Uh... Uh, a 19 is unfortunately a miss. What the fuck? He's got very high AC. Fuck his AC. You have one more action. Do you want to try again? I'm actually going to pull out a uh, healing potion. Okay. You uh, slip into your pocket and pull out a healing potion right down it. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. You wait until the last moment, watching his every move. You see that claw about to strike you, and you don't even flinch. You know that Ariadne's got your back. And now you flourish your sword, and you got panache. What do you do? Ariadne's going to uh, just use the panache attack right now, I think. Okay, go for it. That's a 27. Yes, that's a hit. That's a, that's seven damage, yeah. Okay, uh, Royari, you quickly slash into him. I mean, his skin is tough. Like, it is very tough. Hmm. You see the Eye of Essence, uh, like, around your, uh, like, holding your cape together, light up. This is a fiend, so it will be protecting you. Thank goodness. Um, okay. And I'm going to use a finisher. Okay. It's 22. A 22 is, unfortunately, a miss. But you do roll, uh, half Treaty 6, so roll me Treaty 6. Uh, that was 7, so it's... 4 damage. Okay, you've one last action, uh, Royari. What do you do? Um, Royari is going to tumble through. Okay, make me an acrobatics check. You slip through uh, Kakek's uh, space. 29. 
Uh, 29, 100%. You slip through his face and uh, you get to his other side, being ready to uh, get more. And you've got that panache as you kind of like, you duke and dodge around him, uh, confusing and upsetting him. Ariadu, it is your turn. Um, he's still looking pretty strong. He looks like he could tank another few heavy hits. Uh, and he is very upset with you specifically. What do you do? Well, she's going to go in for... Uh, she's going to go in for another searing Okay, leg. hit him. 25. A 25 is literally a hit. Perfect. Roll me 10d6 murder damage. Uh, 35. Ooh, okay, that's starting to take, take big chunks out of him. He lets out a scream of anger and pain, and he is not looking great. You've one action left. What do you do? Shield. Immediately. Immediately? Okay. Very much immediately. Fucking call. Because you see that fear starting to leave his eyes, and he's still very fucking angry at you. Oh, it's okay. I have something else that I can use. I'm using all of my level three spells right now. Actually, I think, Ariato, as you were casting uh, Searing uh, Shield, he does something. Yeah, son of a He tries to bite you. He uses Attack of Opportunity. (sighs) That's a 26 to hit. Sorry. That's a 26 to hit. That hits. That hits. Okay. Uh, that is 17 piercing damage. Oh my god. Wait, piercing. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus an additional 5 poison damage. And that's going to come Hold back on. to haunt you because you can feel that poison starting to enter your blood. Oh my god. Oh my god. Are you going? How are you doing? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's not great, because you do have 1d6 persistent poison damage right now. Mm. That's not good, is it? He didn't crit, so he doesn't disrupt your spell, but he is very angry at you. He's going to go for an attack now on his turn. That's a 22 to hit. That's exactly the shield HP. She's going <laughs> to... Oh my god, this is a bad... This may be a bad call, but she is going to uh, negate some of that damage. <laughs> If she can. Okay, so Ariato, he does 11 damage. You use your shield energy to deflect some of this incoming damage, and with a pop, he only does one damage to you. Oh my god. Holy shit. Okay. You cannot use shield now for 10 minutes, but holy shit. That was the first turn. (laughs) That was the first turn. He's still attacking you. Let's see, let's see, let's see. That's going to be a 19. Doesn't hit. And his last attack? That's an 11. Does not hit. Oh Ooh. my god. Kalkek is like roaring in your face, like... <sighs> spittle blasting it, and you are not looking well at all. And you do have poison coursing through your veins. Yeah, uh, she looks bloodied up and battered, but she is looking him straight in the eye and growling back. <laughs> uh, Volio, it's your turn. He isn't looking great, um, but... Ariato is also not looking great at all. What I'm do you do? far more fucking concerned about Ariato than this piece of shit. Uh, Volio takes the potion that he has in his hand, uh, mm-hmm. and he shoves it towards mm-hmm. Ariato. You can, like, straight push into her mouth if you like. I literally will. Okay. I will you do that. grab her, you push the potion into her mouth, you tilt her head back, and the potion drools down her uh, throat, and she is healed for... Eleven. Okay. Thank you. And Volio is going to take out another potion and also feed that to Ariato. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this will take your entire turn to do. That's one fine. Action I'm to pull fine out, with one that. action to pull, feed, give her more. Okay, go for it. That's another 2DA healing. That's another 11. Oh, God, thank you. 
Volia, you're keeping her fucking alive as poison courses through her veins and this monster is, like, directly atop her. Holy shit. Royari, it is your turn. Uh, Royari makes sure that the, the, the two, uh, uh, the Ariato and Volia look like they're gonna do fine, um, before, um, uh, he, um, drops his rapier and pulls out his whip and he's going to immediately use or no he's gonna use a pash first okay or no he, he yeah he's actually immediately gonna use a whip uh the finisher i think yeah okay go for it um that is 22 because he is flat-footed yes that is a hit okay that's 14 damage okay Royari, you flip your whip, you grab him by the throat, and you spin him around real fast, and he kind of like, like, he roars out in pain, holding his throat. And with that, Alkek crashes to the floor unconscious. Oh my god. Volio's immediately rushing to the Kembele's. Uh, yeah, Volio, you bound over to them, and uh, they are... Sumesh is like, very teary, and like, Zondik, um... Is kind of like clutching his throat and he's scared. Um, you okay? You hurt? Looks up and says, Oh, thanks to you. You uh, you came at the exact right time. <sighs> okay. No injuries. Good. How are you feeling? Scared? That was, uh, that was certainly something. Right, yes. Good though, and that is all I can ask for. And Zondi opens his mouth and says, You saved my life. All of you did. We owe it to you not to lead something dangerous back to camp. I was starting to think I was getting too old for clowns. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> you never get too old for them. There is no too old for clowns. Royari shouted across the camp. Royari out of nowhere is like, no one is too old for clowns because Volio is for all ages. <laughs> Uh, Ariato, a few, like a, the poison hurts for a few, like for a few moments before it subsides, and you are okay. You and Royari both stand over Kalkek, who groans on the floor with this celestial menagerie branding glowing in his side. Are you kidding me? Immediately, once the fight was over, she went down. <laughs> she went down to her knees and started fucking panting. Ooh, are you? Are you feeling alright? <sighs> I, I, I know that you got poisoned. I was worried, but I thought <sighs> that attacking is the best defense. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I, uh, <sighs> it was mostly the poison. <clears throat> you should rest for the rest of the night, you. And he pokes her in the forehead. <sighs> I will. Just... Be, do, don't forget, you guys, that you can use fast healing. Oh, what? You can use fast healing. It's a thing that you get from uh, the being godlings. Oh, right. Forgot, oh, I, yeah. I really <laughs> forgot about that. Ariana, would you like to activate your fast healing? Yes. Uh, all right. You kind of take a deep breath, Ariato, and you focus on just the concept of healing from your wounds. And... You sit there for a minute, just inhaling, and you restore 30 hit points. Oh my god, she's back to full. And just like that, Ariato, you stand up like you weren't even in a fight. 
Your skin is flawless. You don't look tired. You just look perfect. Like always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That sucks. Are you all right now? You look all right? Yeah, uh, physically, yeah, okay, but... Oh. <laughs> she looks down at... The Grinning Goblin. You used to share a room with this guy for a little while. Mm-hmm. She looks down and says, So this is where they get driven if they don't have anyone else. We may need to tie him down. So he doesn't try and murder anyone else for a moment. But, um, perhaps we can talk him out of this. Um, Um, Volio finishes coddling Odvi and walks back over. uh, And he's like, I do not want Seth's person in camp. We are going to take him somewhere he's not near anyone else. I mean... I don't want to just, like, throw him out because he could just come back. We don't need to do that, but he's dangerous. I know that. I think we can all agree on that. I just do not want him near anyone. That's why I'm saying that we should tie him, like, down or up or whatever. I don't... Directions. I think Tahala Roadwatcher, uh, one of the uh, everyday marvels, kind of clears her trove from behind you all. She approaches a little bit and says... If I may, when where I am from, when we have raiders, whether they're coyotes or creatures like this, that we do not want to kill that have invaded our camp, we would often take them far away into their natural habitat and let them go. This is too close to civilization to be safe for a creature like this, but that doesn't mean that we can't let it go somewhere else. Yes. Although it is quite scary. Were there any others like him? Not said to be so. No, there was just wolves and a dire wolf. We could get Elysia to try help. She's the best with animals around here. Maybe we get them all into a wagon, drive them off, and release them into the woods somewhere. Said would be good. Yes. Are you tree feeling all right? I will take care of this for you all if you need. Um, I mean, I'm fine. I am alright, I just want to make sure he cannot hurt anyone else. If you could take him out, that would be great. I will do this. Um, give me a moment. And she goes walking off to look for Elysia. And like a few minutes later, you hear like the voice saying, I deal with snakes, not podcasts. <laughs> um, so Tahala and Elysia... They eventually port all the wolves, the direwolf, um, and of course Kalkek into the back of the wagon. Kalkek kind of starts to stir a little bit as he's getting ready to be pulled away. And let's go. Um, Rayari sort of goes over to him and is like, Are you okay? didn't you kill me? Uh, because I said that I wasn't going to. I was going to kill the boy. I was going to kill you. Well, those are bad, objectively, yeah. 
you were just hurt and scared. You thought that we had you thought that we had come to kill you. You thought that we were with her. And I understand why you would have been upset and afraid. I would sooner die than let that happen. And where? Where are you taking me and my family? My I am not sure about the exact locations, but I'm pretty sure that they're gonna take you somewhere safer, where you can just live. I don't think you ever wanted to be in the circus, so I won't try and recruit you. Well, you can. That's what they're trying to do. That's what they're trying to do. I don't think that being in Escadar is very healthy for you. I'm going far away. Probably, yeah. Good. Thank you. It's really not a problem. Just don't get into more trouble. I I cannot protect you from other people. <laughs> I'll keep rude behavior. Never want to see a person again. That's fair. I live on sheep and wild stock. <sighs> Goodbye, Eskada. Goodbye, Goyari Sansanex. Well, thank you for remembering my full name. <laughs> And I think um, Taha looks over her shoulder and is like, Am I good to go? Mm, yeah. Um, and Rari looks at Okay. Um, and is like, um, Farewell. And stay safe, okay? See ya. See ya. And uh, the wagon pulls away. Royari the Redeemer, you turn back and make your way towards your friends. But Yutri kind of watches. She's t- uh, the wolves are tied up, um, kind of transported into an empty wagon, and put in with Alkek as they're driven off to live their life safely somewhere else. And it's late now, like one a.m. late. <laughs> and even though, yeah, you've cleared away at least some of the troubles around this area, it just served as a reminder that. Madame Dusklight has hurt a lot of people other than yourselves, and you don't know what else is coming. You guys have anything to say to each other? You're kind of sitting by the woods looking out at stars. I would love it if we could just, you know, do performances without Vargas attacks and wolves and shit. It would be nice, yes. Hopefully. No other things that drastic will happen. And we can clear this out without much else problems. All we need to do is just put this out of mind and continue on. Hopefully. I think we should take turns making sure the camp is okay while everyone's sleeping. That sounds like a good idea. 
And I also think that because of Dustlight, there are going to be things that are going to attack this camp. So, one of us at the very least should stay at the camp while everyone else is gone, I think. At least for the time being. I'm not... I don't want to leave them alone again. That sounds like okay. It looks like right now, your job is going to really be to clear out this area because you don't know what else is living here. Mm-hmm. And you're right, you don't know what else is going to come from those woods unless you go to them first. You have a week to prepare for the next circus, and in that time, you're going to need to clear out this area before something like this happens again. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's not really a challenge for tree godlings, is it? It has some difficulties. You've got a busy week ahead of you all. I think you tree, or at least two of you, but one of you staying behind to keep everyone safe. Go back to bed and get ready for a really, really busy week. This episode of Dice to Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Dennis FFX, Eva, Chris Lutman, Hiku, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Casper, Steph, Emlyn, Cone Without Name, Sean C, Fan Daniel, Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Elizabeth, Danny, Jenna Mitchell, James R, Kane Kendrick, Donald Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Mel Eeyore, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Harley Fleming, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Loderna, John the Book Order, Seeker, Leon, Tyler, Dame Valerie the Turd, and Sierra. You wanna support us too? Check out uh, patreon.com slash roll and see what you can get for helping us to keep it rolling. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.